0: For me anyway, and I'm sure it's the same for Ev, we're going down there and we're going to be remembering every single person on our team as we speak. Because we're not only representing ourselves and representing Bemidji, but we're also down there competing for our team.
1: 336 kids will be competing in the Minnesota State AA High School Speech Tournament today in Apple Valley. Among them will be two girls from Bemidji High School. Amy Frenzel will compete in the discussion category and Ev Kortz will compete in the extemporaneous reading category. If you've never been to a high school speech tournament, as the mother of a speech kid myself, I can tell you it is one of the coolest things happening in high school extracurricular activities. Hundreds of kids dressed to the nines competing with only their voices and their brains. And they're being judged. It's a competition that many people would find terrifying. The kids must deliver their speeches in three different rounds, and then there is a final round as well. What are all of the categories of speeches that kids are competing in?
0: I know all 13. I can do it alphabetically. Excellent. All right. We've got creative expression. We've got discussion. We've got drama. We've got duo. We've got extemp reading. We've got extemp speaking. We've got great speeches. We've got inform. We've got humor. After that, we have oratory, and then we have poetry, prose, and storytelling.
1: That's Amy Frenzel. She's a Bemidji High School senior, and her category is called discussion. Amy, what happens in the discussion rounds?
0: Easiest way to say it, you get six or seven kids, between like five to eight, I guess. It really depends on the size of the category or the round. We get given a task at the beginning of the round, and we go through and we read the task, we clarify the task. So say the task is on communications and the media, we'd be looking into, for example, how do we look into regulating disinformation spread on social media? And what are like the government lines that we can draw. Where does the government have to stand on that? What can the government do? Say we're an organization like in Congress. How can we work on limiting the spread of disinformation? We spend the entire hour just talking about a way to solve this task. And we all sit around a table and we talk. How do you rise to the top as you know the winner of your category when it's there is a group of people involved? It's really a strategy game. It's, you have to be very careful on how you play it because there are a lot of judges and, well, just in general, being bossy doesn't work. You can't be bossy, um, really pushy and rude and aggressive. It doesn't look good. The goal, or at least what I try to do, is to be more of a passive negotiator kind of voice almost because then you get some of the people in the round who are just trying to talk and talk and talk to talk over everybody else, which is a strategy. It does work. But when you are able to bring in the other people, bring in information, talk, bring up the most valuable points, that means more than just talking and talking and talking. And so it's really a very complicated, almost chess game, if you will, of how to play that round. Yeah, I've definitely been in rounds where I've had some people... Very aggressively cutting people off. I know there's this one competitor, and specifically that I've gone against many times. He's a very talented competitor, and I will say that. But his thing that he does every single time is, "Hey, if I could just hop in here really quick, I'll let you in after me." And it annoys me so much every single time. But he's a great friend of mine. It just that one thing. But it works, and it he does he does do very well. So,
1: huh. So when how do you find your spot to come in?
0: Sometimes you really do just have to force your way into the conversation. A lot of times what happens is you get, especially in a final round, you get six people around a table who all know what they're doing. They all know how to read the room. They all know what they're supposed to be saying. And they're all trying to talk over each other. Then you get someone who goes on a spiel. And then as soon as they stop talking, you get four people instantaneously talking over each other until three of them stop talking just to let the other person talk. It happens every single time. But really, it's just being able to... Maintain that poise almost, maintain that energy, if you will, and be able to not slip out and just go silent in the round, especially under the pressure, and make sure that when you do speak, you're speaking eloquently and you're able to draw that attention to you. You don't just let people ignore you while you're talking, you drag them in, you make them listen to you because what you're saying is important and that's how you really get get that attention. You'll draw a different topic at each round? We get given a different task every round, yeah.
1: That's Amy Frenzel. She's competing in the discussion category at the state Minnesota high school speech meet today. She's a senior at Bemidji High School. Ev Kortz is a junior at Bemidji High School, and she has qualified for the state meet in her category of extemporaneous reading. Ev, what happens in extemporaneous reading?
2: XM reading is a draw category, and um, and the book this year is "There's No Long Distance Now" by Naomi Shihab Nye, and it's a collection of short stories, um, and they're all very different. And so, so what you do is you go to the draw room first in the beginning of the day, before any of the other categories are starting. So like half an hour before, so you go into the draw room, and there's like an order of names, and so when it's your turn, they'll like call you up, and you choose three different cuttings is what they're called and so it's like essentially three different chapters and then you choose the one that you prefer which if you're in reading you have ones that you like and ones you you hate and avoid at all costs um so you choose your cutting and then you get 30 minutes of prep time from the minute you choose your cutting to when you have to speak so during the prep time you're gonna practice your intro and then you practice reading the chapter or the cutting and um then you speak
1: And it's not just reading it. I mean, you are breathing life into this thing.
2: Yeah, it's putting your own twist on someone else's words. Your intro is really the place where you can be the most creative and really establish what you're trying to say with the piece almost, because there's like obviously different interpretations of the stories. And so, in those 20 seconds, you just got to put as much of what you're kind of taking from the piece as possible and like set up the story a little. And just, I don't know. That's like the intro is really a key part of extemp reading.
3: I, I think what's consistent about um, both of these categories, uh, yeah. discussion category and extemporaneous reading, and it's also true of extemporaneous speaking. Round to round, it will change, mm-hmm. and students have to adapt round to round. And in many cases, uh, it uh, it may not be the area or uh, head them in the direction that they'd like to go. But you have to make you have to make the most of it. Huh. So it's role playing.
2: The changing of the speeches is fun in its own way, but it is the most stressful part of the categories. It is so stressful. Because you don't, I I mean, I know what to expect from my set chapters, but there's obviously some that I just, Mm -hmm. I don't want. (laughs) That's Ev
1: Kortz. She is competing in the Minnesota State AA speech tournament today. Her category is extemporaneous reading. Also with me is Amy Frenzel. She is competing in the discussion category. They are representing Bemidji High School. They're joined today by their coaches, Tom Lucas and Anna Haman. So speech might seem like a terrifying activity for a lot of people. What do you girls like about being in speech?
2: It is public speaking, but I mean, it's not like a filled, packed audience. You know, you're just doing your piece. You know what you're doing. And I just love the people. I love the aspect of interacting with other teams um, and having it's not as competitive, like there's a competitive edge you want in your own category, but you make friends in other categories and from different places in the state. And it's just, it's a really welcoming activity. And it's individual, but also like it, there's a team spirit there and you obviously want to do well. Everyone is just supporting everyone and the team, which is something I really enjoy.
0: It's It's not as terrifying as people think it is. And then once you get into the habit of it, you just get used to it eventually. I will admit that you go into rounds and you're nervous, especially big finals, like the section final. It's so nerve wracking. You go in there. The the fear of it never goes away, but you get used to it and you learn how to deal with it. And that's definitely something that
2: I've realized. It's helped me just be more confident in myself and almost like more my ability to make friends with people I don't know at all just by talking to random kids at the meets. And just help me be more confident in who I am and what I'm trying to, what points I'm trying to get across. And especially my writing ability, I feel like it's helped me a lot with that.
0: Personally, I was able to establish where I stood on a lot of different beliefs and I was able to learn how to communicate them as well as I could. And you really do just learn how to present yourself and how you communicate with others, and you establish who you are, how you present yourself, and your confidence as well.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. That's Amy Frenzel. She's a
1: Bemidji High School senior. She's competing today in the state Minnesota speech meet. She's competing in the discussion category. Also here is Ev Courts. She is competing today in the extemporaneous reading category. They are representing Bemidji High School, and I am sitting here watching these two young women, thinking, "Wow, you are so brave! It is just you. It's just you. There is nobody to pass a ball to if you find yourself in trouble." I'm just so impressed.
3: It it is. uh, It it is interesting. I think that uh, you know, and we've talked about the fact that I mean, everybody's a starter. I mean, there's nobody that uh, that that goes into it and practices and and doesn't get to uh, then present. I mean, it's everybody that does it is a starter, uh, so everybody gets the opportunity to do that. But yeah, there is uh, there's a great deal of, of uh, independence that's uh, that's part of that, and the sky's the limit for those who who want to uh, achieve uh, uh, tremendously from the activity and uh, put an immense amount of effort to, into it.
1: So the I know you were talking about the kids are up there alone and they don't have the team with them and everything like that, but the fact is they do. They might not be present in that room with them, but they know that whatever happens, right, they know what they can control and what they can't control. And you just stay in the moment. You get through it, and they come out of that room, and we are there, and mm. they know that we're there, um, and so they're not really alone. And I hope you guys know that. Yeah, yeah. I so. love that you've, you
0: guys. It can, I can tell you're both like, yeah, we feel that. We feel that supportive energy. Yeah, that's really I know awesome. That. Sections um, after the final, I was real. I was really bummed out after that final. I came back to the table, and I was really upset because I thought I thought I had a really really bad performance, and I was like, oh, that's it. Um, and I was one of the captains of the team this year, me and Maya Linquist. And I went back there and I was like, Oh my gosh, I did so bad and I was super bummed out. And then people I didn't even realize were really paying much attention. We have this absolute goofball on the team. Um <laughs> You guys know who I'm talking about. <laughs> He's absolutely hilarious. And I've never seen him very serious except for that one moment when he sat me down and he looks at me and he goes, No matter how you do, you're still our captain. And I, I, almost cried. Shout He's a ninth grade. Jesse. Shout out to Jesse. We love Quir. Jesse. Yeah. We love Jesse so much. And then he actually on the bus ride home, he stood up and he gave a speech. And then I did afterwards because I couldn't let Jesse outdo me. But <laughs> he, um, I had never seen him that serious until after the se- after sections, after the final, when he was when he stood up and he was like, every single one of you has come and done what so many people can't do, and it's it's just incredible. And then mm-hmm. watching the entire team unite, we we congratulate each other and we hug each other and we fist bump each other after we come back from awards every single time. And when we win, you come back and then we, we freak out for each other. We're excited for each other. We really are. And it's an individual activity, but we're all we're all competing with each other in mind because we are a team and we do compete as a team and all of our scores go towards the team sweepstakes. And nice. I'm. For me anyway, and I'm sure it's the same for Ev, we're going down there and we're going to be remembering every single person on our team as we speak. Because we're not only representing ourselves and representing Bemidji, but we're also down there competing for our team. And so um, we have a couple seniors that are now done with their season, um, including Maya, who's been in it for four years and just barely missed state. And I'm going to at least be competing for Maya and I want to be competing for these people that don't have the opportunity to keep competing.
2: It's an individual, like you're competing individually, but you know your team is behind you, and you know if you have a a bad round, you can come back to the table, and someone's going to give you snacks, and there's someone to give you a hug, and there's someone to tell you to stop crying, and there's someone to just help you, and there's people supporting you, and they know what you need, and they know you, and we're so, we're a unit, we really are, and um, it's just a very interesting experience going to a speech meet, because everyone is a team like it's it's definitely like it's not like sports but it there's that camaraderie and friendship and we say hi to each other in the halls and it's just all these different grades and it's just a really unique thing and a unique type of bond that we all share Mm -hmm. and yeah i just think it's a great group of people
1: that's ev courts she is competing in the state double-a speech tournament in apple valley this morning she's representing bemidji high school and her category is extemporaneous reading. And Amy Frenzel is also in there. She is a senior at Bemidji High School, and she is competing in the discussion category at the State Speech Meet. Thanks to them and their coaches, Tom Lucas and Anna Haman, for talking to me about this incredible activity as well as their incredible accomplishments. We are wishing Ev and Amy well today and rooting for them from up north at the State Speech Meet in Apple Valley. I'm Katie Carter. This is Area Voices. Area Voices is made possible by the Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.